In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. A domestic violence suspect who police say was armed with a crossbow is in custody, partly thanks to a canine with the Dowagic Police Department. The department says officers responded to a domestic assault that had occurred at Riverside Apartments around 3.50 Tuesday afternoon. While on the way, they were notified the suspect had run into the woods carrying a crossbow. With the help of the Michigan State Police and Pokagon Tribal Police, police set up a perimeter and began a search. At around 5.45 p.m., canine Cash found the suspect hiding in a deer blind and he was brought into custody. The crossbow was recovered. The 28-year-old man has been taken to Cass County Jail pending authorization of charges by the Cass County Prosecutor's Office. Benton Harbor Mayor Marcus Mohammed is looking ahead to his third term with an eye on development. After his re-election this week, Mohammed tells us people can expect to hear about the Magical Mile Project on Riverview Drive, an effort to create residential, retail, and office space along 625 acres of property, and that's not all. We also are playing a housing revolution currently pending Project T, which is $35 million development, Corner Wall Street, $17 million development. Muhammad says he wants to continue sidewalk and street work, expand the summer youth program, and create a mayoral advisory council. His re-election came this week while he was wrapping up a visit to Washington, D.C., as Benton Harbor was being honored by the Biden administration for efforts to replace lead water lines. Benton Harbor was recognized in a room full of movers and shakers and power brokers as an example that this can be done. And how do you know it? Look at Benton Harbor. Mohammed says as a mayor, he's been in crisis management mode since day one, as the city was still under financial management when he took office. Since then, there's been a school crisis, the water crisis, and the COVID crisis. He says all those developments have honed his abilities as a leader. Education Trust Midwest is recognizing five Michigan schools for outstanding success, helping get back on track after the COVID pandemic, and those schools recognized include South Haven High School. The five have been named Building the Hope Schools by the group. Education Trust Midwest Policy Director Jen Daniel tells us the Building of the Hope School Initiative looks for schools with high populations of students of color and high test scores. South Haven stands out. When our reporter went to South Haven, she really dug into the ways in which this school has distinguished itself in educating a diverse student body that has unique challenges, such as those that are faced by migrant students. And they do that by providing these creative, academic, social, and cultural support, including a multilingual support class and different clubs and activities and ways that they're engaging parents. Danielle says the district is making conscious decisions to meet the needs of all students, including migrants. Plus, the students are doing well on the SAT. We have a link to more about South Haven High School's inclusion on the list at our website, wsjm.com. The most recent economic survey of West Michigan suggests businesses are not expecting a recession, but they are witnessing a continued slowdown. In terms of things that could throw us into an instant recession, the increasingly unstable geopolitical environment plays a major role. Grand Valley State University researcher Brian Long says global conflicts play a major part. Thankfully, only a few U.S. personnel are physically involved in either of the two wars that are currently raging, uh, but that could change very quickly. On the other side of the world, the other potential conflict brewing between China and Taiwan could play another factor. New factory orders, employment, and lead times all slumped last month. However, Long said businesses are not expecting a collapse. The Michigan State Legislature has approved bills repealing abortion restrictions. 
Governor Gretchen Whitmer on Wednesday hailed passage of the Reproductive Health Act, something she called for in her What's Next address. Whitmer says the legislation comes on the heels of the passage of Proposal 3, which enshrined abortion rights in Michigan's Constitution. That was in response to the Supreme Court repealing Roe v. Wade. Last year when the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, I feared that my daughters and everyone in their generation would have fewer rights than I did growing up. So we fought like hell to protect access to reproductive health care in our state. And because we acted, there was not a day when abortion was illegal in the state of Michigan. The new legislation repeals a law requiring a patient to receive information on abortion from the state and a 24-hour waiting period after that information has been provided. Whitmer says those restrictions were medically unnecessary. Corwell Health Hospice and Palliative Care will hold a luminary event in South Haven as part of the Holiday in the Park celebration on November 24th. Corwell's Angela Labarca tells us the Luminary Order is a way for anyone to honor a loved one by purchasing a luminary for $5 to be included among hundreds placed throughout the downtown. This is a great, incredible, beautiful opportunity. It's just a way to remember and and honor loved ones. And we then go out on Friday, November 24th, that afternoon, we'll get an army of volunteers and lay out luminaries as far as we can do them all the way downtown. And so it'll coincide with the tree lighting. That will be around 5 p.m. The luminaries are all prepared by Corwell Health Hospice and Palliative Care staff. The sand is donated by Jensen's Excavating. LaBarca says the luminaries make for a beautiful sight throughout downtown South Haven each year. You can purchase a luminary online. We have a link at our website, wsjm.com. You can also get one by stopping by the South Haven Visitors Bureau or Corwell Health Hospice Office on Blue Star Highway. The Michigan House is considering legislation that would require semis to stay in the right lanes of a freeway. State Representative Will Brock of Monroe County authored the bill. He says it would reduce congestion and improve safety on our freeways. I'm sure every listener has been behind a semi, a number of semis, stacked in a row going below the speed limit trying to pass each other. So essentially that's what this bill addresses. Legislation would require semis to stay in the right two lanes when driving on freeways with three or more lanes. Brock says the bipartisan bill is supported by Michigan State Police and MDOT. And Wamhoff Farms in Goebbels is preparing to load up hundreds of Christmas trees this month so they can be sent to military personnel as part of the Trees for Troops program. The farm's Betsy Wamhoff Perales tells us they've been part of the National Trees for Troops program since 2006 and they think they're making quite a difference. I know a few years ago, and I don't remember which year without looking in the records, we reached the 200,000 mark for trees, not Wamhoff Farms, but the program. And this year, they're going to reach 300,000 trees. Wamhoff Perales says volunteers come out to the farm on loading day to put the trees into FedEx trucks so they can be shipped out to military bases across the country. This year, they're loading up 350 trees to be sent to bases in Missouri, Texas, and Illinois. She says it's a great feeling to send some cheer to a holiday family. This is an amazing program, and it blesses the families, and the world is a very messy place, and Christmas and Christmas trees and and all the magic involved with the Christmas holiday, it can bring a little bit of light into dark spaces. So it's a good thing, and we love being part of it. Wamhoff Perales says everyone is invited to stop by the farm on loading day to help out. They often get as many as 100 people to volunteer. They usually include dignitaries like state lawmakers. Loading day this year is November 27, starting at 10 a.m. 
Those who want to help are advised to arrive between 9.30 and 9.45. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.